We heard the second movement from New Stories by Dorothy Chang, that movement entitled A Tall Tale Told. That was performed by Joseph Luloff at the saxophone, and at the piano we had Julian Tay. Good morning and welcome to Live from FM 91, conversation and performance with some of the area's finest musicians and visiting guest artists. I'm your host, Brad Cresswell, and we're coming to you today from the Dana Performance Studio at WGTE. 
Joseph Luloff is professor of saxophone at Michigan State University, and Yulian Tay is professor of piano at Western Michigan University, and you also were at uh, BGSU. So if you want to give a shout out to your friends at BG, this is the time. Uh, (laughs) No, yes, I uh, used to teach for like two years at um, Bowling Green State University, and I had a great time. So yeah, anybody who listens and like knows me from there, this is a hearty hello from me. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. Well, we kind of reached into the uh, outskirts to get the both of you here today. I appreciate your making the trip and coming in and performing for us. Thank you. This is a a new album, and we heard from the title uh, track, New Stories by Dorothy Chang. This album is called New Stories, and this is a piece that was commissioned by you, Joe, right? It sure was, yes. Yeah, and and what can you tell us about the music we just heard? Well, uh, Dorothy Chang is uh, one of uh, several composers I've really enjoyed collaborating with over uh, my career. I had the opportunity to uh, hear her music through a colleague of mine, uh, Dr. Christopher Creviston. Uh, at the time, Chris was in New York City. Uh, uh, a prominent doing, sax player, a I prom- should add. Very prominent saxophonist. And uh, actually, he and I have similar roots, uh, studying at Michigan State University, where I did my undergraduate and graduate degrees uh, with uh, our teach, our mutual teacher, Jim Forger. Uh, both uh, uh, Jim uh, and uh, Chris had reached out to me saying that you, you really must check out Dorothy Chang's music. And her first piece that I was exposed to was two preludes for uh, saxophone and piano. And Chris had a recording, but he shared it to me. Uh, and it was it just hit me, you know, really, uh, really, uh, really close to my heart. It was such a beautiful piece. And the melodies and the... Um, uh, the energy of the piece uh, spoke so much to me that I reached out to Dorothy, uh, oh, maybe a year or so later, and I came up with a project. I want to uh, commission composers whose music really um, touched me in various different ways, whose music really inspired me, uh, and also uh, music that was uh, able, I, I would be able to, you know, express uh, really in the, in the best possible sense. Uh, I felt that this music really uh, showed off the skills that I uh, used, you know, I had as a saxophonist. Dorothy got back to me uh, and said I'd love to do it. A couple of years passed on because she had a very uh, busy schedule. And then back in 2012, 13, we started this commissioning process of this piece, and it came to fruit uh, with a Barlow grant in 2014. And this, hence, it, it re- has really received a, a lot of wide airplay amongst uh, my colleagues, and uh, many students have done it. It's seen its uh, um, it's it's been seen in competitions in the United States, and it's a, really a terrific piece. Well, this is uh, from the album New Stories, and you're offering sort of a preview of that today. We want to mention that uh, New Stories from Blue Griffin Records is available at the their website. It's also is it on your website yet or yes it's it's going to be on my website here very shortly we're doing a little bit of a redesign and well it's also available from usual digital outlets if people are Mm -hmm. interested the next piece we're going to hear is by stacy garrup who is a wonderful composer based in the chicago area i wonder if you can tell us a little bit about the piece we're going to hear it's called shock it's the second movement 
from a larger work called Wrath by Stacy. Can you intro that for us? Uh, yeah, I, I think Stacy, uh, uh, again, Stacy is a dear friend of the saxophone. She's written so many wonderful works f- uh, for so many mediums involving saxophone. Uh, this particular piece, uh, written for the tenor sax, is uh, is her. I think it's her first piece written for the instrument. But also, it it reflected sort of the uh, like a, a story of an angry teenager mm. uh, rebelling against their parents, and um, uh, and maybe uh, uh, that that's one version of the story she she mentioned. She also, I think, it was her uh, musical response to the election of. Uh, 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 several politicians, I think, uh, back in 2016. Well, let's hear it now. This is Shock, the second movement from Wrath by Stacy Garup. Joe Luloff playing on the tenor sax along with Julian Tay at the piano here on Live from FM 91.
I feel like we've taken a, a journey in about six minutes listening to that music because it starts out very soft and then it gets, you know, kind of crazy and then yeah. it, it ends very soft again. And Julian, I noticed that you're playing a lot of those open fifth chords, mm -hmm. you know, in the piano. Mm -hmm. uh, what can you tell us about this piece? It's interesting because it is like it conveys so much emotion sort of in in a space that is called sort of almost like static for the piano yeah which is kind of um yeah she almost treats it like percussively um but it's also it's very exposed yes on the piano, oh, for I sure think. for sure and yeah just to kind of get the colors because it's you know it's this repeated chord that just happens over and over again and just to yeah. just show sort of the development of like either growing or or diminishing um, to kind of pace that correctly <laughs> um, can be a little tricky. So yeah, but it's, um, I think, it, yeah, again, it's interesting how she conveys so much emotion and, and expression yeah. within just these like few Simple chords. Notes. Really, exactly, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you, uh, while I have you at the microphone, sure. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself that you told me beforehand oh. that you were German, <laughs> yes, right? You yes. were born in the Netherlands, I yes, believe. Yes, I was born in Amsterdam. It's a very convoluted, complicated story. So <laughs> <laughs> so my uh, my name is uh, obviously not very German. So uh, my parents were, um, we have a Chinese background, basically, um, but they were actually from Indonesia. So they were like part okay. of Chinese minority in Indonesia, and they immigrated to Germany slash the Netherlands. <laughs> so my mom actually like um, studied um, piano. So she was my first piano teacher. So she studied piano in Amsterdam and finished her studies. Um, and I was born there. And then we joined my, my father in Germany. And so I basically grew up in Germany, like German citizen. And yeah, um, yeah spent a good Did you come to the States then f to study or was yeah. there a special reason? Yes. Yeah, I came basically in 1999. So it's, this is a, a while back. So I d originally didn't mean to stay. I just came for like a year abroad and to just kind of <laughs> like, you know, find myself and, and study. And next thing you knew, next, you, had, you had to stay. Exactly. And then my husband, so like Henning Schroeder, who, who plays with Joe, I don't know, um, in, in the quartet. So um, he sort of followed me. And then, yeah, now, now we live here. I have two kids here. And... Um, yeah, so we just kind of... Yeah, you never looked back, except no, for on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, yes, no, it's interesting to be sort of like in, in between these, like, you know, in between countries. Yeah. Um, the longer we're gone, the, like, I, I mean, there are always things that I miss about Germany, but then when I'm over there, there are things that I miss here. And now with our kids here and being fully American... Um, it's it's we're truly really between two yeah. worlds. So in in some ways, actually, the like Dorothy Chang piece is really interesting for me personally, just because um, she also has an Asian American slash Asian Canadian background, and and so like there's sort of a um, I can kind of relate to sort of being between those two worlds because I think she sort of like mentioned in her program notes that um, part of the inspiration for um, new uh, new stories is really. Um, these influences from all all these cultures that she's been exposed to so yeah, yeah. well uh, the next piece we're going to hear is by carter pan who is another composer that i admire very much uh who wants to introduce this uh, these two movements from the sonata for alto sax 
and piano. Julianne, you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like listening to you talk. Yeah, Joe is, Joe's resting his head on one arm just waiting for you to talk, right? Okay. Well, I, in some ways it actually makes sense. Um, Carter is um, himself like a very accomplished pianist, and that becomes very apparent in his music. It is, um, it's not easy music for like uh, from a pianistic point of view but it's very pianistic so it feels very it's sort of feels very good it's really in the tradition of like these you know great um pianist composers so um the second movement um that we performed actually so it's called a uh, song without words um which of course is a nod to Mendelssohn's songs without words um yeah. these like piano solo pieces and it's interesting because it's conceived as a, a movement so it's one movement that really contains like three separate sort of sort of almost not quite but almost standalone um pieces and so they all have their own titles so like 2A, so to speak, is um, Reverie. 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 And then we have Soaring is a second part, and then we didn't play the third, uh, which was Contemplation. Contemplation. (laughs) Yes. Contemplation. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so that is interesting in terms of the form, that that whole sonata, it's it's conceived as, like, basically, you know, by its title, it's a sonata, um, has four movements. Does it have four movements? It has yes, four movements. <laughs> four movements. Sure but then the second movement is um, basically split into these three. three so it's movements. a pretty this, monumental. This is what work. you get, Joe, when you turn it all over to <laughs> your piano. But you there. didn't mention my favorite movement, which is Cup of Joe, which is uh, yeah. a, a two-minute uh, fast and furious ride yeah. uh, to the coffee shop, and which which uh, I love uh, drinking coffee now only decaf, yeah. but at that point. Um, uh, that was how Carter always liked to refer to me as <laughs> Cup of Joe. Yeah. So. Well, if folks want to hear that, they have to go for the album, That's right? right. That's right. <laughs> and with a cup of coffee. But let's hear these two songs without words, Reverie and Soaring. This is from the Sonata for Alto Sax and Piano by Carter Pan, performed here on Live from FM 91.
saxophonist Joseph Luloff with pianist Julian Tay. We heard three songs, well, two of the three songs without words, which make up the second movement of the Sonata for Alto Saxophone and Piano, that's music by Carter Pan. We heard Reverie and Soaring. Now, Joe, I know you let uh, uh, Yulian talk a lot during the last break, so I'm going <laughs> to hand it over to you now. Okay. Um, let's just talk about the piece that we're going to hear next, the, the Sonata by Cesar Franck. This comes from a different CD of yours. Yes, it does. Uh, Four Shades of French, which was recorded about, oh, I think it was 2017 or somewhere around there, with uh, my colleague uh, at Michigan State University, um, uh, Deborah Moriarty, who's head of the piano program there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've known Deborah for many years, first as a student when I was a student at Michigan State, and um, and then uh, I left for seven years where I taught at University of Illinois, and I came back and, uh, you know, that, that have, have been there since uh, 91. And uh, I, I did a lot of various projects with her uh, here and there, and then we kind of uh, were sitting in a faculty meeting one time, and um, uh, she came to me and she says, you know, I think you really enjoy playing the Frank Sonata. We, we need to play that piece. That's, that's a piece you can uh, definitely, you know, this is your piece. And I'm like, uh, on the saxophone? <laughs> <laughs> it is originally for violin, right? It is, yeah. And, uh, you know, and uh, so... Uh, we we started doing it, and we we actually came up with a program of various transcriptions that I had done in my lifetime, um, and so I set this transcription. I mean, there's several transcriptions that are published out there of the Franck, but I've adjusted some of the uh, octaves uh, to sort of match the saxophone timbre, and and also there's a, a limit to the range of the bottom yeah. end of the saxophone. So I've I've adjusted some things, and um, I think it works uh, with the uh, the, the mood of the music uh, and the intent of the music pretty w- very well. And I think uh, uh, we had such a great time um, performing it in, in several places. We decided uh, to make an album with that. Well, this brings up uh, an interesting question because you've brought in music that was written for the saxophone, and relatively right. speaking, it's a fairly new instrument, you know, in, in the world of yeah. classical music. Um, and you've done a lot of transcriptions, which you showcased on this album, the French composer's album. I wonder if you can talk a little bit about the, the challenges of just finding repertoire of music that was written for your instrument. Well, uh, th- it's seemingly a new instrument, although it was, in, you know, invented in 1842 or for 1843. And we have, uh, I think, starting to become a large body of mainly contemporary works for the instrument. I mean, I think the amount of works that have been written in the past 10 years equal to the amount of works written for that entire 180-year period of the saxophone. Yeah. I, I saw something written, I can't remember. But, of course, there's a lot of, you know, young composers writing for, you know, students writing for students at universities and whatnot that start to become very uh, popular uh, music, uh, uh, you know, in our in our um, saxophone world. Uh, I found that um, I, I, there's a number of great saxophone works that I still would love, love to record and, and I'm looking forward to playing. But I also found an interest in transcriptions because par- particularly for my teaching and also for my own learning 
um, studying other styles of, of, of music, studying other musicians, uh, you know, violinists, great, great violinists, great pianists, great uh, uh, cellists, great flutists, great instrumentalists. This is one of the best ways we can grow uh, as, a, as, as really a complete musician, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm very involved in jazz, too, and so the element of transcription really was pretty natural for me. Oftentimes I would not write the part out, but I would sit and listen uh, yeah. to some of these some of the, you know, some of the uh, pieces that you have on the Four Shades of French, and I would transcribe it from here first. And that really, I was able to find the essence and sort of the nuances of the artist that was playing it. And, uh, and I listened to several cellists, actually, um, uh, and, uh, uh, of the Frog Sonata. Uh, I don't have necessarily a favorite, but uh, mm. uh, it, 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 it's a piece that really speaks to me. Yeah. Well, let's hear the second movement now. This is the Allegro second movement from the Sonata in A minor by Cesar Franck. Saxophonist Joseph Luloff, who plays alto sax on this sonata, and pianist Julian Tay, here on Live from FM 91. Thank you. 
The second movement from the Sonata in A minor by César Franck, as transcribed by the gentleman that we heard performing it. That was alto saxophonist Joseph Luloff, joined by pianist Julien Tay. That is from his album called Four Shades of French. We also sampled Joseph Luloff's latest album, New Stories, with pianist Julien Tay in the uh, program today. Those are both available from Blue Griffin Records, and you can find those at all the usual digital outlets as well as the record company itself. That's at bluegriffin.com. I want to thank you both for uh, making the trip and for performing and sharing this wonderful music with us here on Live from FM 91. Thank you so much. It's been a a pleasure to be here, and we really appreciate you having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's been so much fun. Yeah. You've been listening to Live from FM 91. The broadcast engineer for our program was Logan Cooney. I'm your host and producer, Brad Cresswell. Thanks for joining us today here on your public radio station, FM 91.